Absolutely. And it's original and it's like, I don't think anybody's ever done that before. Yeah. Text us or tweet us at no contact. Yeah. There you go. See? <laughs> no contact. Keep away the best you can. I just like the idea of radio. No contact, cause you're real stinky man. Why would somebody tune in? No contact, now here's what I want to see. No contact, keep your hands to yourself. No contact, and keep those titties on the shelf. No contact's what you're gonna give to me. Yes, siree. There's a, a, a cauldron of spaghetti that, like, makes unlimited spaghetti. Have you been uh, making some home whiskey? No. See, you guys are good about that. I don't, I don't have any skill in that department. Uh, what other things could you be making at home? Uh, macrame? Paper. Paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean. Uh, okay, look, look at Matt. You've been uh, it, uh, you've been like everybody else home for about a month. Just, six weeks. Know, yeah, six weeks. Going, okay, six weeks. Lucy goes. Okay, we'll be exact. Six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like all of us that have found ourselves at home. There are busy days and there are plenty of slow days, but altogether we have uh, plenty of time to ourselves at home with our families, etc. That's right. Uh, what's one thing that you've done? Well, when yeah. we first started, when we first okay. started, okay, my my wife had the great idea that we would have my these. My wife <laughs> had this great idea that we would have these family basketball games. Great. And, and so maybe like three times we did where we were, you know, switching teams. The first time it was me against everybody, mm-hmm. even though I suck. I suck at basketball. It's not my sport. And, you know, but, it, but then, you know, we're talking about it was Gabriel or rather uh, uh, Camila and Katie who are even worse than I am. And then Gabriel, who can, you know, who can play. He's not great, but he can play. And he's better, he's better than me. So, uh, you know, clearly they won that game. Three on, three on one, and they won. With Katie making most of the shots. They uh, won. Katie, yeah. And then we were, so anyway, to make a long story short, after. No, that's uh, during, chapter one. During the third installment uh-huh. of, our family, of our family basketball game, Katie did something to her foot like Gabriel she, Gabriel juked her she went one way he went mm-hmm. the other way so it wasn't the ankle like the normal basketball injury she rolled her she rolled it but it wasn't her ankle that was injured it was her foot so she's been in a boot for the last month and she's been basically immobile uh for about five weeks now or more um yeah so it was the uh, it was the the basketball that did her in the basketball did her in. Oh, right. okay. Right. So there was that at first. So that, and then, that's out the window. That's a da- that's yeah. dangerous. That was done. Had, it was done. Yeah, you had to go get to the sign and, and turn it back to there's been one day since any industrial right. <laughs> Days without an injury. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Days without, without a foot injury. Uh, 
So, uh, you know, we had been going at that point, up to that point, we had been going on family walks and, and enjoying, enjoying our time together outside. Yeah. That all disappeared. Even, yeah. you know, uh, Camila, Camila and I have been doing stuff together as far That's as cool. going outside. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, we've been, we've been like, you know, walking the dog and, uh, yeah. and last weekend we went, uh, I, I wasn't aware that this thing even existed. But there is, it's called the Great Wall of L.A. And okay. what, it is, what it is, is it's a half-mile mural that okay. is in the L.A. River Basin in the Valley Village area, so kind of between Van Nuys and North Hollywood. And um, it goes from literally, it, it, it's basically a history of California. And it goes from the dinosaurs all the way up until the 1984 Olympics. And it's painted down uh, uh, along the, the riverbed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not on the floor, but along, no, no, one, no. Of the, the along one of the Right, along one of the walls. So it's like a big storyline mural. Kind of, you know. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily tell a story. No, but, it, but I mean, but it, it's a but, but it shows, it's a history, it, it shows, it's a past, But it's not, it's a, but it's not necessarily the things that, you know, like a lot of the stuff is the stuff that you learn in fourth grade history, like the Chumash Indians and the Gold Rush and that kind of stuff. But then there's also stuff, uh, you know, about San Pedro Harbor and, uh, oh, geez, what was the guy's name? Uh, uh, I just totally blanked. Uh, Hart. Hart, uh, the cowboy actor, uh, somebody S. Hart, um, mm-hmm. totally forgetting his first name. But anyway, okay. um, uh, they, they actually, uh, they just mentioned him at the end of Tombstone that when Wyatt Earp died in 1929, this guy Hart and Tom Mix were the pallbearers at the funeral and Tom Mix wept openly. So Tombstone so was anyway, Los Angeles? Tombstone is Arizona, but that, but uh, but apparently Wyatt Earp died in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, is that right? Which uh, which I didn't know. I didn't know that Wyatt Earp died in nineteen. He died the year the stock market crashed in L.A. Coincidence or or maybe he made the stock market <laughs> <Yeah>. crash. <laughs> it was all Wyatt Earp's doing. Has anyone looked into this? He bet on red. It was black, and the rest is history. So, uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's looked into it because there was such, you know, wide. Did you cut your mic? Audio died. Ah, there you go. I can't hear you still. Jiggle, jiggle the handle. Jiggle the handle. Jiggle. How about that? Oh, there you go. No, no, no. Wait. It went away. It stopped again. Hello, hello. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, all right. I'm going to stop playing with the microphone, Jack. I don't know what that was all about. I'll tell you what it's all about. I'm making a note. We'll get back to this.
continue with the mural. In any case, you know, I mean, for the most part, we have been confined to the house. We have not done a whole lot outside of the house. The main reason being is that I have type one diabetes. And apparently, you know, according to all of the experts, I'm uh, a, a much higher risk than mm -hmm. the average Joe. So, right. um, so nobody's really been going anywhere or interacting with anybody. Although today, I have to tell uh -huh. you, I had a I had a wonderful experience today. So okay. yesterday, yesterday for our students at our school, uh, so it was actually Tuesday and Wednesday. The teachers did staggered. Uh, we, we went to the school and in in different waves, and we stood we stood we stood twelve feet apart from each other in various locations in the in the front parking lot while families of the school and the students were invited to drive through parade style and just greet you know hello and you know and stuff like that so oh, i went and did nice. that yesterday yesterday morning for about 30 it was very nice 30 minutes it was lovely and then um when i got home one of so there's a student that i have who She's, she's one of the most unique students that I've had in my 21 years teaching. She's, she's literally genius level. I think her IQ is like over 135, something like that. Um, she's just, uh, it's like ha having a conversation with her is like you and I having a conversation. So her mom said she had made, she loves to make me things. Like for my birthday back in September, she made me a poem in Elizabethan English <laughs> and, and, and along with it, like baked a cake. So apparently she made a note for me that she had done and created like this paper that to look like a constitution or a declaration of independence or, you know, something like that. And, and, and she made this note for me and she had some gifts with some flowers. And what she wanted to do was bring it to the house and see me receive it and film it. Now, normally I would never, ever give a student my home address, you know, let alone a home phone number or a cell phone number. But in her case, uh, I know her parents. It actually turns out that her dad and I grew up five blocks from each other. I'm, I, I think her dad is awesome. Her mom is really cool. So she came by this afternoon and I didn't, I, I felt like it was stupid for them to drive all the way over here and leave shit on my porch and then take off. So I invited them, I invited them to come into the backyard and sit like out by the pool and they sat we sat like six feet or plus whatever from each other sure and they hung out for like 45 minutes and it was awesome right, that's, it was lovely that's nice. That is nice. it was it, it was lovely and we had we had a nice conversation and you know and and she got along with my dog famously and you know so like little things like that have really you know like that really was a highlight of the last six weeks i, I have yeah, to that say that sounds pretty cool yeah all right, I have a couple of follow-up questions. Please. Uh, the mural. I assume that yes. it's uh, it's uh, like a space that's open to 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 uh, people to come and and add to that mural, contribute to it. If you were yes, a... I think so. There's definitely space for it to be done, and I think they started making it in the 1970s and concluded with it sometime in the 80s or 90s. I'm not exactly sure when the last installments went in. 
And, oh, I, and, okay. and, and, and even though the artists, like they, they, there's different parts where they show the different artists for each decade. But what's amazing is that the art itself looks like it could have all been done by the same artist, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, so I don't know if they'll ever add to it because like right now it stretches between Burbank and Oxnard Boulevards and uh, along Coldwater Canyon. Um, so this, uh, this sounds yeah. more like a commissioned art piece than a uh, yeah, I don't know. place where I, you I, can go tag it up. No, there's no way. So I thought you could get down into the basin and walk mm -hmm. along the wall, but apparently, no, there's no way to do that without like climbing over a fence. And essentially, there's like a path that goes alongside with a fence, and you can just walk along there and you can watch it or look at well, it from there. I'm sure but, all those guys that are kayaking the Los Angeles riverbed. There's no, there's no water in this part of the river at all. At this time of year, I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, even if we have these torrential rains, I can't imagine there ever being more than a foot of water in there. I happen to know that they, uh, they kayak and they floaty in parts of. I'm sorry? <laughs> what do you do? You, uh, you, there are parts you can kayak in the LA River in the valley. That but exactly. that would not but that would not be one of them no because it's a protected art piece by the, I, well i think it's because the, the area of noho well i I've think that it. because the basin is too wide there like if you went to the sepulveda dam area like around it's more narrow it's narrower and there's more marshy shit and like it's near this wildlife preserve and it's kind of cool mm -hmm. i think my mom and dad once and you know I, I don't think it would be like you know going through the louisiana bayou or anything but uh sure, it's not that <laughs> right right but, but okay so this is the uh mayor of north hollywood imposing on our on our constitutional civil liberties and not allowing us to assemble at the mural i say we Put kill there. him <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got another another follow-up for you uh, yes. You were down at the school, you and the rest of the teachers and administrators. Was well, there was only, see, my part, it was only seven of us. Seven so you teachers. Guys were in a, you guys were in anyway, a Anyway, yes. You get down mm -hmm. there, you, you keep a distance. Kids drive by, well, parents drive by with their kids in the, in right, the back right. seat. Right, row, row seven. right. Right, right. The kids are waving and they're, you know, uh, say hi and thank yous. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, you were giving them high fives as they were coming by. This doesn't no, seem like a totally no contact. Kind of thing that was there's there's no contact. Okay, no, no con like the, the name like like the name of our show. No contact. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> see how I see how I just slip yeah, that in good. there. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like I like how you, I like how you've taken copious notes here. This is good. Uh, I, I'm, I, I just I'm, I'm enjoying this. Today. Yeah. Were you typing these as I was speaking? No, I was just making some notes. I have uh, traditional. I have to tell you, I, I'm not writing down table. anything you're saying. <laughs> like, like if you ask, if you ask me follow-up questions about your job, I, I, I might not be able to, to remember anything. If I ask you follow-up questions to my follow-up questions, you might not remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, this uh, this uh, young Sheldon's family came over. He invited them to the backyard to hang out for just a few minutes, and uh, you know, well, just to I, make. This, this is a female, so it's young Sheila. We'll call her. Okay, young Sheila came over mm -hmm. along with uh, mm -hmm. with the. Family. You know, you know what's funny about that though is I think that yeah. 
one of the producers for Young Sheldon is one of the parents in our school. Oh, okay. Just, just you know, you know, interestingly enough. Anyway. Yeah, where did he get the idea? Look at Young Sheila. That's right. It's that's all, the that that'll be season two. That'll uh, that's you know that's what you bring up in court. You like exhibit one. <laughs> so anyway, what was your question about Sh- Sh- Sheldila? So um, presumably uh, it's a uh, it's a father, a mother, and a daughter. Well, they're divorced. The the parents are not together anymore, but they are. So it's just mom and the daughter? No, it it was just mom and the daughter today, correct. Okay, so then, uh, and then, uh, so then you would uh, have challenged them in a one-on-two game of basketball. Did any injuries occur? No, we we did not play basketball. You are mistaken in, in... yeah, <laughs> opportunity it, was there. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I was wearing my flip flops, and I think it's they were also. Wearing, yeah. Okay. No, but that season is over. All right. Uh, okay, and then let's circle back to the whole uh, thing right before we got into the mural and the rest of the niceties. <laughs> um, if you go back in time, Matt. Uh, like to the prehistoric age, are we talking about here? Not, not as far. Uh, Too much Indians? That. Uh, a bit more closer. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, you know, 1920? I'm going to guess. A little, I'll narrow it down for you. A little closer. <laughs> okay, so the day before yesterday. Ah, that far back in time. Okay, yes. <laughs> no, uh... They showed he's had over a hundred concussions. He's been in a coma twice. He's he's been stitched up and required stitches three hundred times. He's broken like twenty one bones. He's uh, he's just uh, so he's bad. Kind of like my Easy Bake Oven when I was seven. Right, you know, because you tried to like cook wheat brownies. Well, you know why I wanted the Easy Bake Oven. Bacon? No, there was no bacon with the Easy Bake Oven. That would have taken like three weeks to cook bacon with the Easy Bake Oven. But but for me, it came with a pack of Kool-Aid. And my parents would not allow us to get Kool-Aid. But the Easy this Bake Oven This was your back came. door? This was my back door to Kool-Aid. That's right. It was my workaround. So the Easy Bake Oven came for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And... I open up the Easy Bake Oven. I'm thrilled. I've got the Easy Bake Oven. I, I know it's 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 a little non-masculine. I realize that. It's a, it's a little bit, of, even for a seven-year-old, it's a little bit of a faggy Christmas present. I get it. Uh, but I was ready to make the brownie. And you don't know, you don't know what kind broke. of advertising they were like feeding into your brain. It must have been, it might have been completely normal for a seven-year-old boy at that time to want some sort of baking device. I don't know. I've always associated. Did, did you ever have the album Free to Be You and Me? Were you were you were your parents hippies? Mm, no, they weren't hippies. No. Well, it, it, I had an album and I I, Free I don't know. Free to Be You and Me? Free to Be You a, and Me. Is this a is this a uh, It was uh, Marlo what? Thomas. I don't know if you know who Free? Marlo Thomas was. You mean that girl? No. Isn't Marlo Thomas that girl? 
I don't know what that girl means. The TV show, that girl. No, that this girl. was she, No, it wasn't that Marlo Thomas, whoever that Marlo Thomas is. No, she was she was part of you, the feminist movement and so this this album was about, you know You pick Marlo, it's Marlon Brandon, Marlo Thomas. Second entry. Second thing, Marlo. Well, some of the people that appeared on this album were Alan Alda and Shel Silverstein and Carol Channing and who else was on the album? Uh, the girl Marla Thomas. Oh, friend. I think I think Bob Newhart or no, no, not Bob Newhart. Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Jesus Christ, man. And, that's that's yeah. so so that. Girl. But in any case, in any case, uh, they they had a, a song called "William Has a Doll," and it was about a boy named William. Who wanted you see what's going on here? Are I do. That would be Marlo Thomas. Yes, that girl. Now, okay. type in "Free to Be You and Me." Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at this. Uh, I ha- I have the album. Uh, and I bought it. I, I bought it as a CD. Yeah, there she is in sexy leopard skin. Uh, hmm. album by Marlo Thomas. There it is. Thomas That's it. That's friend. it. Right there. There it is. Yep, that's it. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, now, unfortunately, we have trouble playing things and hearing them, but if you were to listen to it, you would mm-hmm. hear how 70s-oriented and progressive it was for the time. I had the record, now I have the CD. And uh, boy, did I enjoy the hell out of this album. So anyway, my point is, is that... <clears throat> Even though I had all my Hot Wheels cars and my Star Wars toys and my baseball and all that stuff, I really, really enjoyed the Free to Be You and Me album and wanted an Easy Bake Oven <laughs> because of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're the name brand. It's like Mongoose, Huffy... And then BMX. No, 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 no. Those are BMX. the three big ones. Have you been watching, by the way, The Last Dance? Have you been Have you been keeping up with that? The Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN. No, it's. Uh, I caught. Um, I caught episode six of eight. I guess the other day, a little bit of it. Six of ten. There's ten episodes. Oh, okay. Well, I caught a little bit of that. And, so you uh, saw you you saw the one with uh, uh, what was, oh about the the dream team, the '92 Olympics. That's right, and Kobe's yeah. like you know uh, he was my mentor. Oh, that was five. They made a big deal in the paper about how Kobe Bryant was like you know center stage in, in five and six and he was like in like 10 minutes of if that in the beginning and then you never hear from him again that's all i saw yeah kobe kobe saying i love him he's my mentor and right guys asked me about and then, and then and then mike and mike says to him at the all-star game i'll see you on down the road and that's, and that's it that's all they say to each other uh just like the whiz just like the whiz that's right he's yeah. these He's the the slappy white. No, no, not slappy white. Wait, wait. Uh, who, no. who was uh who who was the Tin Man? It was uh, uh Stanford and Son. No, it was not Red Fox. It okay. was um. Oh. And now for the hearing impaired. Oh my God! It's going to drive me crazy. Impaired. Who was 
not Ossie Davis. Uh-huh. I think Ossie Davis was in The Wiz, though. Okay, uh, I'll give you that, sure. It was, okay, it was Diana Ross's Dorothy. Michael Jackson was the Scarecrow. Uh-huh. Uh, the Tin Man. Okay, okay, remember the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn? Goldie Hawn, yeah, she was naked in the bathtub. Right, exactly, that movie. So the principal of the school, and I'm suddenly totally blanking on his name, and I can't believe it, but he was the Tin Man. Okay, okay. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. No, it was not Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> it was long before Forrest Whitaker was a thing. Okay. Uh, uh, and I can't. And I can't remember who played the lion. Oh yes, I can. Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen was the lion. Oh, Ben Vereen. Oh, yes. speaking of Ben Vereen, was yes. it uh, was it Benson that was the Tin Man? It was not Robert Guillaume. That's a good guess. Robert Guillaume. It was, Guillaume. Not, it was not Robert okay. Guillaume. Um, okay. Oh my. Okay, now I have to look it up. I'm looking it up because right. these these kind of things drive me crazy. I know. That's exactly why you shouldn't look it up. <laughs> One of my favorite lines from Seinfeld is when Kramer tells Jerry that he looks like Lena Horn. <laughs> Wait, Kramer looks like Lena Horn? Or Mm-mm. Jerry looks like Lena Kramer Horn? Kramer tells Jerry that he looks like Lena Horn. That he himself looks like Lena he, Horn? Or right. that Jerry no, looks like that Jerry looks like Lena Horn. Kramer says, Jerry, you look like Lena Horn, in, in other words, right. Yeah, there's no reason for her to go to bed. Right? What does she have class at ten o'clock and her teacher like signs off at eleven? No, my kids have been terrific. They've been getting up at about eight thirty every morning and starting their school day, and they've been wonderful. But uh, uh, you're only uh, having a class for two hours a day, don't they? Well, I'm only teaching a class for a couple yeah. of hours a day, right. but there's still other crap that I'm doing all day long. It's exhausting. No, I'm sure there's stuff that you do, Matt. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's nothing for them to be doing. Oh, are you kidding? Gabriel's working like eight hours a day. Doing what? He, this fucking teacher has assigned him all kinds of work. He's got projects. He's got stuff to do. He he starts working at like nine. He's not done till five or six. I don't know if you know, but I have been taking notes and listening today. Yeah. And one of the things you said earlier is that your grades can't go down. They That's can go right. Up. I did say that, but that doesn't mean the teachers can't assign work. Now, I'm not going to be the dad that says, hey, dude, your grades can't go down. You don't have to do don't, this work. Don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But uh, and, and luckily, I have kids that feel an obligation. Look at that. That's a great, great close-up of your cat right there. Yeah, uh, so my kids have a sense of obligation and they're doing their work and they're doing their projects because I want you to understand too that at the last grading period, both of my kids had straight A's. Oh, then even more incentive why, why they Right, exactly. So we're talking about straight A students that even though they have no obligation to do so, want to maintain their straight A's. Gabriel, how's it going? Fine. Yeah, I want to let you know that uh, in case you weren't aware... Your grades cannot go down the rest of this year. They can only go up. 
I say summer vacation starts early for you. For the history dad, I had a 97 in that class. And I had to work on this huge project. I could have just not done it. Not done it, right? All right, so basically, I'm encouraging you guys to quit early and enjoy summer. I think, you know, your dad was telling me that he did that, too. I just like the idea of radio. radio. All right. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I, had, I had a radio show for a semester in college. Yeah, text us or tweet us at no contact pod. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> no contacts, what y'all gonna give to me? Yes, sirree.